Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to a new week of podcasting excellence here on In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am your host, Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for free speech, freedom of thought, because... Well, groupthink is just boring as all get out. And welcome to Monday, ladies and gentlemen. And before we start this week's adventure into podcasting, you can also get a hold of us at inblackandright at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. You can also check out our website, inblackandright.net. We have uh, some new things in our online store some new t-shirt designs that i think you'll love you'll we also have some commemorative t-shirts for our upcoming in black and right lone star tour in august going to cpac in dallas texas right there in big d right in the metroplex looking forward to that and also uh we're holding our fundraiser Uh, to take care of some of the expenses uh, that we have, but we're going to be having ourselves a good old time. So anyway, over the weekend, oh my goodness. Yes, we had the elites uh, at the White House Correspondents' Dinner with uh, Trevor Noah as the Master of Ceremonies. well, it was, it was a goofball, and yes, all these elites, political elites and entertainment elites from Hollyweird were just having a good old time, having a cheap giggle at the expense of the American people who are right in the middle of one of the worst economic messes that we've had in decades. Record inflation a 40-year record high of inflation, which shows no signs of slowing down. Uh, We had the news about uh, the gross domestic product, the economy actually declining at a rate of minus 1.4% for the first quarter of this year. And yet, over the weekend, my friends, yes, Nancy Pelosi the San Francisco freak, along with other uh, Democrats, I should say, visiting Kiev and visiting uh, President Zelensky uh, with a complete uh, delegation, which included uh, Congressman Greg Meeks, his royal shiftiness, Adam Schiff, along with other way out in left fielders. And Nancy Pelosi, as Speaker, letting President Zelensky know uh, that, hey, we got your back, uh, President Zelensky. And one of the things that she said while she was there on the unannounced visit uh, to, uh, to the Ukraine, and this is from uh, Speaker Pelosi, we are on a frontier of freedom 
and your fight is a fight for everyone. Our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. To which I went, why? Are, are you freaking serious? And these guys are worried about, and our media in the United States, they're worried about Russia escalating. Uh, hello? They're worried about Russia escalating things. People, uh, have you not been paying attention? We have, right now, in this country, major, major, major league problems. We've got an economy that's in retraction. We're only just, gosh, I don't know how long away from a major league recession. We have $31 trillion worth of debt. And yet, with all the problems we have with inflation, with gas, with food, supply chain issues, a border that is basically being invaded and it's going to get worse once Title 42 goes away and everything else that's going on, even housing costs. Rents are going up. Mortgage rates are going up. The Fed is about to engage in some of the fastest rate increases or interest rate increases in its history to try to stem the inflation and yet here's Nancy Pelosi and a congressional delegation going right over to the Ukraine and letting Zelensky know that hey we got you we're gonna get you some more money you know it's kind of like that song hey 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 baby I got your money yeah no we don't we, there's still nobody in the United States government, not Pelosi, not Biden, not even Republicans who are still enamored with this Zelensky sort of fanboy thing, we don't have $33 billion to give to the Ukraine, people. I mean, are we that clueless? Seriously? Are we that clueless? I mean, we've spent $9 trillion approximately $9 trillion on Iraq and Afghanistan, $33 billion going to the Ukraine where we have absolutely, positively no vital interest. None. Zip. Zero. No vital interest. And yet, I mean, this is a European problem. And Europe is not exactly helping. And the, and the Germans are the worst of the bunch because they're still buying and they're still addicted to all that cheap Russian natural gas, which is putting a whole bunch of money into the pockets of Putin and all the Russians who are financing this war. This is why they're still afloat. We tried to go after the ruble. We failed. It backfired. It was a mess. And now they've got more. Their revenues have doubled, the Russians. The ruble is, ex is being exchanged at higher rates than ever before because Germany is trying to play both sides. 
sure they don't want to they don't want to you know you know we want to just you know hey you know we're okay but no they're not because they're still buying the natural gas from the russians they're not helping things and yet now you've got the united states government throwing in an extra 30 some oh, 33 billion dollars for a place where we have no vital interest and yet nobody's doing a dang thing with the south china sea where we should be focusing our efforts china is not sitting back they're not taking a vacation they are still making move after move after move to show their superiority in the pacific they've even made overtures to the solomon islands now the solomons are probably the it was very famous in world war ii the japanese used it as uh, some type of a base you know for their supply lines and everything but it's the fact that the solomons are the closest the chinese have been to australia and new zealand our allies but no we're more focused on the ukraine oh we have to do that it's like it's one big fat honking squirrel that's what the ukraine is it's a squirrel you know oh squirrel 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 look over here over here over here and yet we should be focusing on china we definitely need to be focusing on the south china sea and what they're doing that's and now they're making overtures in the solomon islands the closest and they would be well within striking range of australia and new zealand hmm does this kind of help put some things into perspective maybe maybe we should be uh shaking down your well maybe not shaking down but telling europe do your dang job this is not our problem nato maybe you know germany france italy england who knows how many other countries spain do your dang job you're members of nato this is a european problem please get off your butts and do something you know and of course let's go to switzerland you know the world economic forum crowd you know hey you guys want this how about putting some skin in the game put your money where your mouth is but nope 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 here comes the united states with all of our problems with printing money the quantitative easing thing which is which was a bad idea to begin with when we did it some what 10 or so years ago nope not a good idea then and it's an even worse idea now because we are not the same country we used to be the united states is a debtor nation major debtor nation we don't have what it takes it's not like back in the 70s when we were a great ec economic and manufacturing power but nope not now they are just bound and determined the democrats and biden and and some republicans too to just absolutely put us in the poorhouse 
And yes, and at the rate we're going, and with the prices of everything, gas, food, housing, all these, everything. And now with interest rates expected to make some serious, serious uh, moves upward, yipes, stripes. I mean, how, how much more idiotic can this become? And I probably shouldn't even ask that question because let's throw in the summertime invasion that's coming across the southern border, even worse than it already is now. And yet, you have the Democrats, you even have the Chamber of Commerce Republicans wanting to have our entire country flooded with low-skilled people who don't even belong here legally? Folks, the only people, that, the people who are going to be the most adversely affected by this nonsensical idea of flooding the nation with illegals are going to be minorities, black Americans, and legal Latinos because they're not going to be able to compete because wages will be stifled because there's not going to be the same type of opportunity that exists. And yeah, it's going to be a mess. But nope. I mean, now Hispanics get it. Hispanics totally get it, especially along the Rio Grande Valley and in Arizona and Nevada because, as I've said many a time and in many a poll, 26% approval for Democrats among Hispanics. And, and in the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas at the border, they're mad. They're vote, they are red mad. They're voting red. They're getting with the Trump agenda of America first because they don't like the idea of their communities being overrun with just people, not to mention the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the drug cartels who are bringing the fentanyl into this country. It's a mess, folks. It's a full-on mess, but nope, everything's just fine, at least according to the vegetable-in-chief, Joe Biden, who is not running things. And if anybody thinks that he's running the show, you are sadly, and I do mean sadly, mistaken. He is a front man. The First Lady, Jill Biden, is the number one enabler of this type of elder abuse. And that's her, supposed to be her husband. Mercy. And yeah, it, and it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun, folks. I mean, you want to talk about how messed up things are? I mean, it's bad enough. Last week, we had Alejandro Mayuckas, the Homeland Security Secretary, saying that we have this in disinformation governance board, which is headed by a severely whack job elitist white chick. I mean, who has no singing voice. I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, you want to talk about a psychiatric evaluation in search of a patient, boom, 
You, you, you might as well have her picture right there. You know, that's the post child. Big sister's watching you. And that was one of the things uh, that was on the New York Post. Big sister's watching. And big sister needs big time help. But you, here's something that really blew my mind. From Fox News. Now, and, and this was done today. Now, and the headline just went, what? Really? Now, <clears throat> now, hang on. This is not fake news. This is, this is from, this is what your kids, if you have kids in government schools, this is the type of crap that's being fed into their young minds. And the headline of this story is this. D.C. Elementary School gave four-year-olds, four-year-olds, anti-racism fist book asking them to identify racist family members. I just went, I mean, I, I had to take a double take on this because I thought, what? Are you kidding me? Four-year-olds getting stuff like this and looking a little further down. It's not your fault for having white privilege, but it is your fault if you choose to ignore it. A presentation that was given to kids in pre-K through third grade. Now do you understand why Florida, God bless you, Ron DeSantis, my governor, went and said no more CRT none of this crap none of this perverse sex ed for K through 3 third grade none of it and this is why and this is what was told to kids grades I mean kids who aren't even in kindergarten four-year-olds this is exactly why our nation is in danger. It's big time in danger. This is what's being fed to your kids. This is crap. This is full-blown, full-grown crap. And what's even crazier, California, New York, Illinois, very deep blue states used the COVID-19 relief funds to push CRT in schools. CRT in schools using COVID money. And yet, they are still, they are still making kids wear masks in public schools. Parents, wake up. Wake the heck up. This is what your kids are learning. This is why people like Kirk Cameron, the actor, is actually calling for a homeschooling awakening. Because what's being taught to your kids in government schools while they're having to wear their masks hours upon hours a day, five days a week, is just nuts. This is absolutely nuts. My Lord, this, 
I'm reading the story and I'm just going, oh my God. Are, I mean, this is Fifty Shades of Nuck and Futs. And yet, people are going to say, well, well, they don't teach CRT. BS, people, that's a crock of bull. Major crock of bull. And of course, would it be happening? California, New York, Illinois, very blue states. This is why I love Florida. Because Ron DeSantis said, enough is enough. We're not going to push this in Florida schools. And yes, the teachers' unions, well, they had their meltdowns. They had their cows. And all I really can say is sit down, have a Prozac, and shut up. You've been found out. And now, the story I did last week from Al Jazeera, one of their op-ed pieces saying that, trying to put forth the notion that the Moms for Liberty is a, dem is a threat to democracy? And this guy was serious who wrote it. I'm like, this is what we're up against, folks. This is the danger we are up against. This is the crap that's being fed to your kids. And this is why the Moms for Liberty was created and other parents' rights groups. Now, in the mind of a whack job liberal who's authoritarian and fascist, the term parents' rights is a trigger phrase. It's a trigger. They don't like parents having rights. It offends their collective sensibilities. It does. Because somehow these teachers and teachers' unions, these school districts and school boards seem to think that your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews are theirs. And therefore, as wards of the state, they should be the ones teaching them or more like indoctrinating them and programming them, turning them into social justice warrior drones like the Borg of Star Trek. No. Sorry. Uh-uh. Parents have had it. Parents are getting mad. And they are going after school boards. And they're going after school districts, superintendents. They are PO'd. I drove in a, a place called Lake City, Florida. It's in a neighboring county, Columbia County. And I saw an awful lot of signs for school board candidates more than any other position. Not for state rep or state senators, but for school boards. I'm like, yay! Parents are getting involved. And I'm glad for that. They're getting involved. They're telling these school boards where to get off. And if they have a problem with it, well, have a problem with it. You've been found out, and you can get all upset. You can call the FBI. You can try to threaten these mama bears, and some papa bears too. I'm, I'm going to be fair. I mean, although we do need more papa bears. Come on, fellas. Help your mama bears out. Help your ladies. And fight for your kids. So, yeah. 
it's going to be a real hoot. And I'm glad to see it. And all some other people I know who are patriots, who are Christians, who care about kids, and they're running for school boards. And I'm glad for that. I am glad for that. But a lot of this crud that is out there being pushed in public schools to mess with your kids' minds, especially white kids who are being unfairly told. And, I mean, not just unfairly told, it's just downright wrong. Because of the color of your skin, which you have no control over, you're an oppressor. And for the black kids, for the brown kids, and other kids, other minority kids, well, you're um, not so much Asian kids, but for black kids and brown kids, Hispanic kids, well, you're victims because of all of these white kids and their parents and blah, blah, blah. This sucks. It thoroughly sucks. And I think it's terrible because it's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And I will say it again and again and again as many times as is necessary. And when I get tired, I'll take a brief break and I will go back at it. Because this is evil. These people are just plain evil doing this. And using your kids as some sort of sick bait. Some sick social experiment. I mean, I don't even have kids of my own, but I have nieces and nephews. And I said, anybody who tries to do that to my, to my nieces, my nephews, uh, yeah, they're going to pretty much get an earful from me. I'm sorry. You're going to get an earful because, frankly, you are spawns of Satan and you need to be called out for the evil that you do. Now, if you're upset over it, too dang bad. You're not going to silence me. You're, you can call the FBI and try to call me a domestic terrorist. You can do whatever just makes your heart sore. But is it going to stop me? Not a snowball's chance in hell. It's not going to happen. So yeah, this is messed up. And when I see stories like this, and I'm just... I mean, are you serious? I mean, is this... If this is... A, it's already bad enough... We've become 1984 and 2022 with this stupid governance board because that's not government's job to be the arbiter of what's true and what's not. This is the old Soviet Union. And I do know a thing about the old Soviet Union because I've actually was there on the ground in Leningrad, in Moscow. And this was 1979, really at the height of the Cold War. So, for those who say, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, I do. So, you can pretty much take that argument and, well, just shut up. And, stuck, you know, pretty much shut your pie hole. Because you have no clue what you're doing. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I got into a little bit of a rant. But I hate when I see all this stuff. And especially now, along the free speech front, speaking of disinformation, Jason Whitlock, who, is, who writes for The Blaze now, he's worked for Fox Sports, he used to work for ESPN, 
And he's written an interesting op-ed involving Tucker Carlson. And, and I love Tucker. I, I've loved Tucker for a long time. He is, and he's funny. He is insightful. There are some things that I may not agree with him on, but I think he's probably one of the more thoughtful guys who will think through an issue more than anything, more than anybody else. So, well, who knows? But apparently, over the weekend, the New York Slimes wrote more than 20,000 words in a hit piece calling Tucker Carlson the most, and his program, the most racist show in the history of cable news. It's really funny because Jason Whitlock, who is black, and I've seen him on Tucker's program uh, numerous times. So it's really funny to say that Tucker Carlson is racist, but yet he has had uh, black and Hispanic people on his program as guests. So, <laughs> uh, well, looking through social media, I mean, here's Tucker Carlson with the... Uh, front page of the New York Times with a big huge smile on his face just laughing because it is nothing short of ridiculous now you want to talk about disinformation yeah Tucker Carlson a racist right another big crock of bull so Nina Jankowitz you can stop with the bad singing and maybe check out the uh, New York Times accusing Tucker Carlson of being a racist because there's no evidence there's zero evidence about that now again over the weekend Mike Lindell Mr. MyPillow apparently he gets his account back on Twitter but hours later um, the speech police have a cow and they scream and they scream and they scream and now apparently just hours after having been unsuspended from Twitter he's been re-banned from Twitter because these the self-appointed self-anointed speech police screamed griped moaned, and complained and apparently well uh, the the new Twitter uh, apparently hasn't quite caught up yet uh, with this and the Twitter twits uh, probably the uh, <laughs> namely the the employees of Twitter that are still having their meltdowns and probably having their comfort animals you know therapy dogs whatever emotional support animals I, I don't know and they're just well they're a mess and have been a mess and narcissistic believing that they are the center of the universe that's a mess <laughs> so there's that and but I love this there is a um, story on over the weekend on CNN, 
and I want to find this <laughs> because this is a crack up to me. It is a full-blown crack up. Now, during, I, I guess I, I'm thinking it was uh, uh, reliable sources, which is <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> now that's a seriously misnamed show. But this one guest on there, uh, he was a media, a, a media contributor for CNN. Uh, an author named David Zarek, and it's it's a crack up. He this dude was about ready to have a full blown meltdown, like a panic attack. And, and I want you to hear what he says, because this dude is the reason why you have a disinformation governance board, and why you have the mainstream media totally down with the concept this is you just got to listen to this guy so hang tight here no i think there's a bigger problem that when we focus on the personalities of people like elon musk and people say oh i think elon's thinking this or that there's a bigger problem here about how we are going to control the channels of communication uh -huh. in this country in 1927 we had the radio act 1934 the communications act Congress stepped in. We made rules. FCC wasn't great, but it's still regulating the broadcast industry. You can't use vulgar language. You can't do all these things with speech. We gave over our uh, what amounts to our airwaves or our internet waves to Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. And we are in so much trouble because those guys believe in making money. We've already seen that with the 2016 election mm. in Zuckerberg when he was taking rubles for ads from Russia and saying, oh, I think it's crazy to think they had any influence on this election. Mm. Musk is the same. Musk doesn't want it. Oh, you know, he's upset with the SEC, tried to, how dare they question him? You know what I'm saying? This is dangerous. We can't think anymore in this country. We don't have people, no, I'm serious. We don't have people in Congress who can make regulations that can make it work. I think we can look to the Western countries in Europe for how they are trying to limit it. But you need, you need controls on this. You need regulation. You cannot let these guys control discourse in this country or we are headed to hell. We are there. Trump opened the gate to hell and now they're chasing us down. Wait, we got it. O-M-G. Now, one thing I will admit to that he's right on. We are heading to hell, but it's not because of Elon Musk. It's not because of President Trump. Now, you want to talk about controls? You want to talk about moderation? Excuse me, dude. Where the heck were you when Twitter was being run by Jack Dorsey? Where were you, sir, when... Uh, Twitter was run by this other guy. What about Google? What about YouTube? Where were you, ding-dong, you self-righteous jerkwad? Where were you talking about controls? You didn't say jack and haven't said jack about people running Google and YouTube and Instagram. But now Elon Musk goes after Twitter 
and you and every single other member of the mainstream corporate media are absolutely having meltdowns everywhere. You're freaking out everywhere. I mean, my goodness, sales of Prozac have got to be going through the roof. You're talking about Trump opening the gates of hell? Uh-uh. Oh, no. Once again, you can't even get that right. No. Hell was opened by Zuckerberg, by Dorsey, and others running all these big tech companies. And with the... Oh, my gosh. I, I, I get so crazy when I think about this. I, I almost can't speak. These are the people, the tech oligarchs of Google and YouTube and others who have put the kibosh on conservative speech and free speech in this country, and yet idiots like this one, elitist dingbats, are screaming about Elon Musk, Elon Musk, and Trump, and Elon Musk, and whatever. No. The thing, the, the problem with dealing with free speech that you don't agree with is more speech. You don't, there is nobody, absolutely positively nobody, holding a gun to anybody's head to listen to some type of speech you don't like. Nobody has to listen to my podcast, but for, and I've had to deal with it white elitist leftist authoritarian types who have told me that I have no right to say certain things to which I pretty much told them uh, screw you and the horse you rode in on nobody and I do mean nobody tells me that my free speech is subservient to yours it's not gonna happen and it will not happen even up until the day I die and I get to be with Jesus. So no, get over it. It's not going to happen. And you can do it. You can try your best. I mean, knock yourself out, but you will not silence me. You will not cancel me. And frankly, you ain't going to kill me either because you don't get that say. Sorry, you're, you're not. It's not going to happen. So if you got a problem with free speech, get over it. Don't listen to stuff you don't agree to or agree with, I should say. So don't do it. It's you you nobody's holding a gun to your head. You don't have to like Twitter. I've never had a Twitter account, and right now mm, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I'm not necessarily a fanboy of Elon Musk, but if he really and truly wants to uh, support free speech, I'm all for it. I actually am. But other than that, there are things about Elon Musk that I don't agree with. I mean, he is a, he is a transhumanist. He is a very rich transhumanist. There are things I, I don't agree about that and I don't like about that. But I'm not going to say to Elon Musk that well, you can't buy Twitter and you can't say what you want to say. I'm not like that. I'm not an elitist. So therefore, yeah, go for it, Elon. If you want to buy Twitter, go for it. If the employees don't like it, too dang bad. 
either get used to it and suck it up buttercup or just turn in your resignations now and go find a job somewhere else where you can be an authoritarian fascist because that is the reality you have to face and all the threats from all these government regulators uh, against Elon Musk just get over it you know go for it Elon he knew this sort of thing was coming he had to have known but I say Elon I wish you well continue to fight for free speech if that's what you want to do I'm all for it so take care and go get him, Elon. And with that in mind, I'm going to call it a day today. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, you can check us out at inblackandright.net. Or if you have questions or comments, you can email us at inblackandright at gmail.com. Have yourself a great Monday. Now, for folks in Ohio, uh, we're it's primary day in Ohio and it's gonna be crazy so check us out on our getter page we will be doing occasional uh, updates uh, during the night as the returns come in so take care everybody have a great one see you tomorrow and remember Patriots come in all colors <laughs>